This NFL DFS Week 11 and NBA Draft Props Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help. Hashtag DGens only cash big, including a 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace for Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Dad, I mean, coach, Coach Payton, put the year at quarterback so that way I could do the Provo soak with my wife this weekend. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real <laughs> money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, it just looks like there's a low pressure system moving through yeah, the studio. Get a little smoky in the studio. Wow. I, maybe we need to call the, uh, the fire department, <laughs> raise the roof. I was trying to explain to the children how, uh, what, what raising the roof was Wow. the other day. Feel super old. Uh, yeah, they didn't quite understand. Like, did did people like raise the roof on TikTok? No, no, no. <laughs> this is before cell phones had cam. This is before cell phones. Yeah. Uh, how we, did how did the term raising the roof it, was think, it just mentioned on rap I songs? I don't know. I think it was like uh, you know I, I explained it essentially as you want to bring the energy up so much that the roof is going to pop off <laughs> like that. Do this Pressure, motion, baby. pumping it up. Well, of course, you know, of course, the children understand that when uh, when the rooms are hotter, the air molecules are moving around faster. So then it would, anyway. <laughs> Sounded really old, Ryan. Well, yeah, it, it, whatever. It was funny. It kind of made me laugh as I was. I mean, raise the roof. What a ridiculous thing to do. And then this, like, who the fuck? Come on, <laughs> who thought that was cool? It's the same motion uh, NFL referee does when they say call to restart the clock. It's like the it's like that uh, that dance that everyone when we were younger that with, with the like uh, it was especially uh, popular at the like the middle school dances where like the dudes would like people would dance and their legs would be like a butterfly. What was that called, Sean? You were into you were into the urban culture back then, where people would like <laughs> dance and make their about? legs go in and out like a butterfly. No it idea was like, what it, you're referring to. I, I don't know. Anyway, we we were pop locking. I, I, no, it was before popping and locking. It was before boy <laughs> bands. I feel like it was like a. It might have been more. Well, of like I don't a think rap that's thing. a. I don't think that's a boy band thing. Right. Popping and locking. That yeah. was a. That was like old school eighties. That was like Tybo. No, that's like breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> we fuck. We're white and old. That's right, Ryan. <laughs> Man. Speaking and of which, the NBA. Draft. We're gonna be talking. Uh, we're gonna be joined by site editor Ryan McKee. Host of the NBA Gambling Podcast, he's going to talk millionaire maker lineups for the NFL DFS mm. Week 11 and NBA Draft prop bets. 
But uh, before we do, a lot of lot of random stuff to get to. Of course, got to give a shout out to mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Turkey Day free play is back. It's going to be for that Houston Lions game, Texans Lions. Great way to start off your Thanksgiving. Two hundred fifty dollar free bet on the game. If you lose, immediately refunded via site credit, 250 bucks. Are you kidding me? Either you win the bet or you got $250 in sweet free play that you can use on the later games. And of course my use that promo code SGP. We got, we always give out DJ only prop bets on the site. Of course we got Rob Ryan with the Dalvin cook under rushing prop bets. When Akeem Hicks went out, that was just the end of it. Crazy, crazy, uh, bad beat there, but I did hit Adam Thielen two touchdowns. Just needed like sixty more receiving yards to get that forty-nine to one DGEN's only prop bet. We're gonna get one of those one of these days over at mybookie.ag promo code SGP, where you can play, win, and get paid. Running back gets thirty carries in the National Football League <laughs> in twenty twenty. Are you even kidding by me? even by Viking standards? That's insane. Ah. Oh. Ryan, before we, uh, we have the Thrive Fantasy lineups for the Thursday night, and what a Thursday night game to talk DFS. But before we get that, we had been joking around that we needed a sound drop for Taysom Hill. We love making fun of Taysom Hill, and someone answered the bell. Ryan, they answered the call. Matt underscore AM uh, Amsed AMSED twenty three on Twitter. Give this guy a follow. Came through with a Taysom Hill impression. Take it away, Ryan. Oh, Dad, I mean, Coach, Coach Payton, put the year at quarterback. So that way I could do the Provo soak with my wife this weekend. So he nailed <laughs> so many key elements. Yeah. Clearly a DGen only. Hashtag DGens only. He nailed the dad angle. Mm-hmm. He nailed trying to hide the dad angle. Yep. He nailed the Provo soak. I didn't even know Taysom Hill was a BYU, BYU. guy until he the also, impression. He also mocked Taysom Hill, suggesting <laughs> he would be married. I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's what's a what's a quadfecta, a, a superfecta. So, so much to unpack here, but shout out to Matt. Hold on, one more time. Dad, I mean, Coach, Coach Payton, put the year at quarterback, so that way I could do the Provo soak with my wife this weekend. <laughs> I love how him playing quarterback is like some sort of super. Like he needs it so he can soak. I, I mean, unbelievable. I, I think there is, there's definitely a, a we're, we're going to trim that and there, that's going to live on the soundboard. There's going to some, maybe Pro, Provo. So Provo soak, I think is the, it's a drop isolated and, and shout out to the and shout out to Matt for, he must've been listening to the podcast pulled over his car. Cause it's it, <laughs> visually, you can see he's recording it in his car and yeah. even in the audio, you can hear either the blinker or the four way. Uh, hazard lights are on, so I, I love the commitment to the bit. And uh, oh, what the fuck, he is married. <laughs> this guy did his research, like all great. Jesus impressions. Christ! All of this while drive. I mean, I, I'm probably deserving of some sort of swag, Sean. I'll, well, I'll yeah, be, I'll be honest, Matt. With, I'll DM be honest us. Uh, we'll get you some swag. Okay, Ryan. Thrive Fantasy. Thrive mm. Fantasy Thursday night lineups, of course, coming off a third and seventh <laughs> place in the Thursday night. I'm going for that first Hot. place because first place is fifteen hundred dollars, 
and it's a $25 entry pool, only 220 people max entry. Mm. A lot of times it doesn't quite fill up. So hashtag overlay opportunity. And again, go to thrivefantasy.com, use a promo code SGP, get that sweet deposit match. Just put it in my lineup. I noticed a little upgrade with the site, the Thrive Fantasy. Shout out to those guys. Looking good. Great guys to work with. And uh, <laughs> Kramer, let's do it. Let's talk Thursday night football. By all accounts, should be a good one. Arizona heading to Seattle. I, I just can't imagine there's much defense. What I did when I was putting together this Thrive Fantasy lineup, again, of course, it's 20 player props. You pick your 10 favorites. I started by finding the couple unders I liked. Because it's tough to go over with a lot of these guys, but I started by going and taking the unders and then working my way back to fill out my tent. I, I was gonna say, do you even see the under button? <laughs> not I, not for this game. I, I kind of when I pulled it up, I was like, well, Jesus Christ! There I, is a there is a contrarian angle to just pound the yeah. unders here and and hope maybe maybe there's some weather or it becomes a defensive struggle because they already saw each other. I'm gonna kick things off. Kyler Murray over. Uh, 265 or 276 and a half passing yards. It's only 95 points. And again, the points are possible points added to hundred. So if you're less than a hundred, it means essentially you're kind of laying a little juice here, but uh, Kai God is going to get some passing yards against this. Seattle wait, defense. what are we hold on a second? Is this breaking news? When did you start calling him Kai God? Is that not his name? Did I uh, did I just invent a nickname, or did I maybe I just took uh, Tyrod Taylor you did. and and gave it to Kyler Murray, Kai God? Possibly more <laughs> deserving. Possibly better. Uh, here's what I'm gonna say, Sean. I sure. I actually uh, I went into this thinking, well, I think if you're gonna make some noise, you're gonna come in and you're gonna snag up some unders. And that's what I did. And the first one I went to is I went to the ultimate contrarian play and just taking the under for yard, Sean, because I did, I went to the weather report. You know, I'm a kicking specialist. Yeah. This is first thing I do when I get into my prep for the week before I even make my power rankings, <laughs> it's going to be 44 degrees raining and winds anywhere from 10 to 20 miles an hour. Obviously stay tuned, check the weather, but do we know Kyler can handle a wet ball? No, we don't. Troy Aikman always wants to know. Can you? I know he's going to ask him this for the broadcast. Slippery when wet. Those. How balls. do you throw a wet ball? We know Russ handles the ball nicely when it's wet. That we do, Mister Unlimited. So I'm taking the under. Unlimited. Sorry, that was the preface for a lot of my picks. So under on yardage for Kyler Murray. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm sticking with him being able to get it done. I, it, Seattle actually their run defense isn't that bad, and maybe it's just. Um, maybe just people don't have to run, so they don't. So that's why the yardages are so could, low. Could but be that a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Kyler Murray over completions as well, twenty six and a half. I think maybe they don't go deep on them, but I think the underneath crossing stuff is going to be there. I, I think those deep bombs, the Hopkins, maybe not so much, but uh, the the easy stuff, the Christian Kirk stuff, uh, throwing the ball to Chase Edmonds. I think he gets involved fantasy wise. So I I think that underneath stuff is really going to be there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to continue the trend. DeAndre Hopkins under 89 and a half yards. Fade the Hail Mary, fade the magical play. Uh and again, weather. I I'm I I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that weather has an impact in this one and may, maybe Kyler's great in the in the weather, but I I'll need to see him prove it, please. I'm over on DeAndre Hopkins both in receiving yards and catches. I I think you've seen this before where 
they'll they'll force you to well because of DeAndre Hopkins speed the the corners will play back yep. and they'll just get some dink and dunk stuff to him to get him involved so over 89 and a half rushing yards and uh over five and a half catches well I do like the over for the catches and that's the other side of this Ooh, okay. I think I think he's gonna get involved like you're saying they're gonna get him the ball it's gonna be wet they're gonna want right. to get those maybe he doesn't catches. get the re- receiving yards but I'll, I'll stick with it. I went under for Christian Kirk as well. Mm. Uh, I, I, again, I'm playing. I, I think the vertical passing game will suffer with Kyler's inability to handle the weather. So under on Christian Kirk. Ryan, one of us is going to have a good lineup. I feel <laughs> because I'm over Christian K- Kirk, 56 and a half receiving yards. Again, middle of the field. Their linebackers, uh, uh, Jamal Adams, who he creates turnovers. Maybe the Kyler gets a gets strip sacked like golf, but he is he's a liability in pass coverage at times. What else you got? I'll, I'll throw out my Kenyon Drake plays. I'm under on Kenyon Drake's rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Uh, I know he had a good game against Buffalo, but I again, I just don't think. I mean, even uh, even the Seahawks coach there, uh, Pete Carroll, said, "You know, we had a really good game plan." This is two games ago against the Bills. He's like, "We had a really good game plan to stop the run, but they just threw the so, ball every single time." Such a funny comment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you explaining how you should beat the Seahawks? Because I think the book's out on them. You don't need to run the ball. And Kenyon Drake coming off a good game, he hasn't been the guy that have like back to back good games. So under sixty and a half rushing yards and under a rushing touchdown at a half. I'm gonna take the over on Larry Fitzgerald. Ooh. What do you do when there's bad weather? You take out the truck that you trust. You take out the one with the tires that can handle a little snow, a little ice. A little rain, so I, I think Larry Fitzgerald is uh, is is utilized over the middle, and I think he I think he's the guy who ends up with a nice yardage total in this game. Really? Yep. All right. What else you got, Ryan? Uh, well, I have over Zane Gonzalez. Mm. Yes, please. Zane train, even though the weather, because you're leaning into weather, but you're taking the over for it's the six airs. and a half. There's going to be a lot of points. See, I'm taking Jason Myers over for the Seahawks five and a half. Hey, okay. it's just it's a kicking prop for five and a half. Uh, and Arizona's defense hasn't been amazing, so them I mean, letting up a combination five and a half kicking points feels pretty realistic. I think, uh, and when I said a lot of points, I think they'll be scoring a lot. It will be a lot of field goals. Oh, okay. Um, well, and Pete Carroll's super conservative. I mean, again, that's part of well, what was so frustrating over. about that Seattle game against the Rams. You know, fourth and inches, inches on the yeah. opponent's forty punting. Like Pete Carroll, you for us, Wilson, bro. Be unlimited. I know you. you inve- I know you're busy investigating what happened to Tower Seven, but why not Still. investigate analytics? Just basic analytics. Russ, Russell Wilson, over. Over two and a half passing touchdowns and interceptions. Yep. Danger Russ kind of been a bit of a turnover machine. So at two and a half over this is, this over, you're getting plus one, 110 points. Silly. That seems low. And again, my last one, DK Metcalf under six and a half uh, receptions. Hmm. I love DK Metcalf. I feel like maybe they force feed him because he, for whatever reason, Russ wasn't getting him the ball last game against the Rams. Peterson has done a decent job against him in that other game. But I mean, to me, this is just six and a half for a player receiving total is just insanely high. It's a lot of catches. So I'm going under again, laying a little juice there, only getting 90 points if it hits, but seven catches for DK Metcalf is a lot. 
I'm taking the over for yardage. Okay. Uh, I think, I think there's, I, I think this is a mortal lock. I think I'll be on the the prop this weekend as well. I, I don't see how you can, I, I know you're going to tell me, well, I mean, Patrick, they have defense. Like the, this guy's a freak and he just hasn't been involved. I think, I think we're going to get it done. No, it, it's interesting. Cause I, I didn't pick the yardage. I would probably pick over yardage, but DK Metcalf, he's not, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he, I could, hear you, but I think he could have a good game and still not get over six and a half catches. And I played the locket one as well, because I, one of these guys is getting to 80, if not both and right. so, love DK Metcalf. He's had a great uh-oh. season so far. How wow. many times this season has he has gone he over, over six and a half catches? Four times. Two. Two. Yes. Against oh, I'm sorry. Six and a half catch. How many times has he gone over seventy seven or sixty five, sixty or seventy six and a half yards? Uh, every game except two. Okay. So the opposite again. So I I think the yards is the way to play, but under on catches because he's a guy you know like Dallas four for one ten. Miami four for yeah. one oh six, Minnesota six for ninety three, four for ninety two, and then uh, you know San Francisco he had twelve for one sixty one, and then at Buffalo he had seven catches for one oh eight. But other than that, he's been under six and a half. But I, I guess he's kind of trending a little bit up. Uh, whatever. Uh, so anyway, I took Lockett and uh, Metcalf on the over for yards, and that's that. And then my my two ice picks, Sean. I went under for the Kyler Murray completions, and I went. Over for the Russell Wilson yards, uh, total yards, pass and rushing yards. For my ice picks, those are of course in case of emergency. I I doubled down on under Carlos Hyde half a uh, rushing touchdown and receiving oh, touchdowns okay. under only getting eighty five points on that and then rushing yards and receiving yards thirty five and a half under ninety five points for that. To me, I just don't think on the short week, if he does play, he's not going to be involved as much. And no. DJ Dallas has looked good. And then what's the other guy they've been working in? Like Collins. I, yeah, Collins. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I just think on a short week. And and remember coming Carlo, off an injury. Carlos side never excites anyone. No. I mean, he's just the ultimate, like just coaches ah, love okay. him. Coaches love Carlos Hyde and Frank Gore, but everyone else, fantasy owners, I, I think it's stay away. Yeah, twenty-two people in the contest right now as we speak, Sean. Twenty-two, and again, the prizes are guaranteed. Make sure you head over to thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP, get that instant deposit match up to fifty dollars. Thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Joining us on the line, site editor over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and host of the NBA Gambling Podcast, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. Hey, 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 well, McKee, hail, hail Murray. You gotta be on cloud nine after that, after that game, walk us through uh, just that. I mean, did you have the TV on? Did you already, <laughs> did you already concede the game? Because I mean, that went from brutal loss to amazing win in a yeah. matter of a minute. What walk us through uh, your reactions to that game? Well, this is what happened. I was very angry and you know, and I just, and I'm supposed to go to dinner with my wife immediately after the game. So she's just standing there waiting for the game to end. And when the, uh, when the Cardinals get the ball back or right after they went down, uh, right after uh, Diggs caught that touchdown, I was like, you know what? 
fuck it. I'm, 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 I'm done. And I told myself, I'm like, I'm not even going to listen to any NFL stuff this week. No NFL podcast. I was already making my decisions <laughs> that I would just totally block it out. I went upstairs. I took off my Cardinals gear. I got into the <laughs> gear that I was going to go out for to dinner with. I came back down. I was like, all right, well, look, let me just watch them lose on this final couple plays. <laughs> and then I just went absolutely ape shit. When that happened, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe my eyes. And then, um, and then the next day or yeah, the next day, Chris Paul gets traded to the Phoenix suns. So this is like the two of the biggest sports days in my <laughs> entire life is happening right now. I can't believe it. Well, if we could maybe step Tuesday, also maybe a day because Sean has a new nickname for uh, Kyler Murray. I don't know if it's being used. Oh yeah. Kai God. Feel free to use that. It's like oh, Kai, uh, God. Kai God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It kind of just uh, fell out there. Well, I think well, I took it from uh Ty, Tyrod. We'll just slot this in as number three for your top, the top <laughs> sports days, but you blessing him with the nickname Kai God. So yeah, I'm, it just keeps getting better and better, man. I I, I can't. It, it's that is too a huge much. Swing. Stop overwhelming me. Stop well, overwhelming. Well, now now as a as a uh, superstitious sports fan, I, in my head, <laughs> I'm never wearing that Cardinals gear again, right? Or or do you wear it up until the two minutes and then you take it off? Because you taking it off and them then them hitting that hail mary that doesn't feel like a coincidence. Feels like it was team game. You know what? I've I've already had these thoughts, Sean. I'd, I'd be lying <laughs> if I didn't tell you what. Usually what I do is I don't, if they're winning, I don't wash the gear, yep. you know, and if they lose, I wash the gear. I wash it a couple of times and try to and get the stank off of it. And then I'll wear it again until they, they win. But um, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I might have to really change it. It's Thursday night. They're already playing the Seahawks again, Thursday night. So I, I need to make the decisions really fast. You're right. I need to think about this. So it's a quick turnaround. Okay, so listen, the, I've been doing a lot of laundry this year. <laughs> the Suns, they get the uh they get Chris Paul. It sounds like you're super excited for that. And, yep. and what's the reasoning behind that? Because it it encourages Booker to stick around and gives them a little bit of boost to get in the playoffs, makes them a little bit more relevant, maybe more appealing to other free agents, even though Chris Paul seems like a pain in the ass. Chris Paul seems like a pain in the ass, but he proved that he can play with young players yeah. last season in with the thunder and really t raise their ceiling from everybody thought they would be a team that would be bottoming out to a team that legitimately competed in the playoffs. He got his first uh, all NBA teams in like four years, proved that he could still play at a high level. Uh, the sun's have not had a great point guard to pair with Devin Booker. The best point guard they've had with Devin Booker is Ricky Rubio and that, you know, he's fine, but they, they needed an elite point guard to put in that backcourt with them. Paul showed he's still elite. They, and they didn't have to give up a lot for him. They gave up Ricky Rubio, who I don't think they wanted to pay anymore. Anyway, they gave up Kelly Oubre, who is a contract that was pretty high. They didn't want to pay him either. Cause they've got younger wings that they want to get more minutes to. It just made sense across the board. And now we have a legit chance to keep Devin Booker. If they can make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I mean, especially framing it that way, they, you know, kind of what he did with the thunder, maybe he can come in and, and do that for the Suns. Now the big potential trade news is James Harden asking out of uh, you know asking out of the rocket situation, which 
Yeah, the fucking nerve on this guy of hey, I, I, you you got to bring in uh, Russell Westbrook, do things my way, and then he doesn't like it, and he's just like, all right, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna go to the Brooklyn. The Onion had a great uh, a, a story <laughs> about it. Underperforming, a 31 year old decides to move to Brooklyn <laughs> for a fresh start. <laughs> Which yeah. kind of, which kind of just, that. I love I, that. I, I don't like to Fucking be the old it. man, you know, get firing up the lawnmower <laughs> saying, get off my lawn and these millennials, but come on, dude, you're doing this to the city of Houston. I mean, I, I, I get being pro player and, and he has all the leverage, but at some point it's like, dude, shut up and just get your yeah. game together. Like you can make that place a destination. You, you were able to bring in free agents. You go, you got Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Like it just, it's just kind of shitty for, I think the average fan and it's slightly what's becoming annoying about the NBA where fans are just like, Oh, I'm fans of this player. And who who gives a shit what team he's on? Uh, it's, it's a little frustrating. I mean, that that's, I get, you sound old when you say that, Sean. <laughs> I mean, Sean, I, I get what you're saying. You do sound a little bit like the old man on the stoop, um, <laughs> you know, maybe in the, uh, the, a reboot of uh, what was that? Uh, that, that stoop movie where, uh, Clint Eastwood was just sitting out on the stoop <laughs> yelling at all the people. I yeah. don't know. Maybe you could do the reboot of that one anyway. So I agree with you, but it also seems like that Houston franchise in general might be on a total file fire sale. They are, they got rid of Dale Mori. The, the owner is a guy who has a lot of money tied up in restaurant change. So he's been just losing his shirt through the pandemic. They might be just getting rid of everybody right now. I don't, I don't know. And maybe I, I you know, I'm just, I'm not trying to make excuses for Harden, but maybe he sees the writing on the wall. Maybe this franchise can't be a destination anymore. Sean, the sports gods are fair. Sports gods will always be fair. And that's why the city of Houston is being punished right now. <laughs> and why is that? Because of what the Astros did. Oh, you're right. They violated the one code of sport. Don't cheat you little bitches. <laughs> they cheated. And now look, well, what, look what happened doing. to the Texans. <laughs> the Texans are going down the toilet. And, and what does the city of Houston have to do to get a uh, general manager? Right? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bill O'Brien. Now you lost Daryl Morey. Oh. You're right. And, and for Tita, he's a, he's a big casino guy. So he's kind of uh, underwater until the pandemic gets under control. So uh, all right, uh, that's maybe what's on Harden's mind. I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of annoying. These NBA players are like, ah, I just want to play on a completely different team and Sean, it's fuck the, everything. It's the player empowerment generation. They are, they are certainly yeah. empowered, but it, it does seem like ownership at some point they're going to, they're going to strike back and, and steal some of the think power of it back. this way, Sean, we get to root for LeBron on the Lakers because the bat, the evil team will be the, the Brooklyn nets next year. Well, in that dynamic, <laughs> I, I just can't imagine Durant Kyrie and James Harden getting along uh, well, Harden and Durant played when they were young. Yeah, Harden and Durant. I guess, I guess I just can't imagine Kyrie getting along with anyone here. Here's what's funny today is I was talking to, to Zach about it and Zach's uh, you know, Zach Brenner, my co-host, he, he's all about Harden going to the nets and it working out. And he's like, Hey, they, they are three superstar talents who are all smart basketball players. And I'm like, Kyrie Irving thinks the world is flat. You think he's a smart <laughs> basketball player? I love like, that come response. Uh, yeah, literally the basketball is round, much like the globe. I don't know if you can trust him for uh, on-court dynamics. So, I, don't, I don't know if you heard. He was just joking. <laughs> 
That's a good. That's a good joke to that's lean into. Joke. Three years later, so I know McKee. You guys just put out a episode NBA gambling podcast. Uh, make sure you check that out. We'll have a link in the episode description. But you just gave out uh, a bunch of NBA draft prop bets. Of course, there's a ton over at my bookie, but maybe throw out some of the uh, a couple maybe you liked or I I know with these draft props there is crazy line movement. So give us some of some of your favorites and maybe even some of the line movement you've seen so far. Yeah, so since we recorded today at noon Eastern Standard Time, some of the lines we gave out on the podcast have already moved. Uh we did a big uh NBA mock draft with a, a bunch of people from SGPN. You guys participated. So uh, in that mock draft on the website, I will be updating odds for the different players. Um, so make sure to check that out on the website. And so some of the lines that have moved, for example, one of the bets I really liked today was uh, a freshman drafted in the top 10. Uh, over four and a half. Now today it was at plus one thirty. It has already moved to negative uh, minus one thirty five. I, I maybe I moved that line. I'm not <laughs> sure. I still think that that is a pretty good bet because when you start going through the players who have a, the best chance to be drafted in the top ten, it's easy to get to five freshmen pretty quickly. Yeah. So. I think that that's still a good bet. But what, one thing I mentioned to you guys earlier today, and I mentioned also on the podcast, uh, I was listening to Chad Ford's podcast today, and he said that this draft is most is most like the 2013 draft. And the 2013 draft is where Anthony Bennett went first oh overall to the Cavs, and Giannis, the best player in the draft, went 15th. Now it was. I understand why Giannis went that low because he was coming out of like a little league in, in Greece. It makes sense. But this draft has a lot of that kind of feeling. Like you, you never know where nobody's quite sure who's going number one and down the entire order. So if you have a good gut feel on a guy or you just like the odds on something, you might as well bet it because nothing isn't carved in stone for this draft. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times with these draft props, you you identify stuff that's like clearly, you know, with stuff leaking out or just with obvious need or selection. There's value, even if you're paying minus two hundred, minus three hundred. It's like you know who they're going to pick. So usually, there's some value in these heavy favorites. But this year, it does feel like the exception where uh, you almost want to just lean dog. Uh, just for the sake of of you know, just for the sake of playing, getting the bigger number. And I didn't, I, I didn't see a absolutely. prop on this, but I, I do. There is one thing that's consistent year over year in the draft. The Knicks will find a way to shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lock that up. I mean, right now, the, I, I can't remember the last time I saw where it's almost even as far as who will be the first overall pick. Anthony Edwards right now minus one sixty at my bookie. Lamelo Ball minus one twenty, and then you get some of these, uh, some of these long shots that could be interesting. James Weissman. He's probably the only one at plus six fifty that has a shot. Uh, gun to your head, yeah. McKee. Who who are you taking first overall here, as far as betting? Well, as far as betting goes, I I would. I've already thrown down some 
money on Weissman to go first overall, because I yeah. think that there is a scenario where a team that is desperate for an athletic big, like a Charlotte Hornets could move up to the top spot to get mm. Weissman. So why not take that at plus six fifty? I mean, those are great odds for, it's totally possible that that would happen. There's rumors that both the Timberwolves and the Warriors are willing to trade down. So it's not a lock that they'll keep those picks. Um, another bet I like when we're talking about these top three players, you can get LaMelo ball at over two and a half at plus plus one fifty. There's a very good chance that ball, you know, falls to number three or even number number four. Um, just because people aren't sure about, he has a very high ceiling, but they're worried about his mental space. They're worried about his dad. <laughs> you know, they talk themselves out of it. And if the Timberwolves keep that pick, the, the player that fits best with the pieces they already have, D'Angelo Russell and cat would be Anthony Edwards. He would slide in as a day one starter in their two guard spot. So if they keep the picket, makes sense for them to get Edwards. So I would lean on the, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet Edwards either way, but I would definitely lean on ball falling. Okay. So yeah, maybe that's the way to play it. Instead of taking Anthony Edwards minus one sixty, take the over on the mellow ball. Yeah. If you're a small market team, like Minnesota or Charlotte, you gotta be nervous about drafting. You can't take, you can't a take ball, a ball, right? You, you can't. Yeah, because it's like it, there. As soon as he gets there, if he has any success, the dad's going to be pushing him out to get to a major market. Maybe if you're Golden State and you think you could use yeah. him, but I, I don't see Golden State wanting a guy like that either. And, no, and, I don't. And maybe think, and maybe Lamelo's no chill, but I, a I don't think they need that kind of guy on their team. And then b just the the Lame, the whole Lamelo ball out of it. And I, Sean, I just know. to throw something out there, Anthony Edwards played a little football as a as a kid, so. Ooh. I figured this is a guy that you might like. Uh, he was uh, he was one of the top running backs in the country at age ten in Pop Warner. So yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. The Dwayne Wade That's comps it. are real. Like, this guy's a physical specimen. I love that. <laughs> Uh, that's a deep. That's a deep fact that I did not know. So thank you for throwing that out there. You're welcome. You know what and I? I really like. Uh, and again, I haven't dug as deep as uh, McKee and and Bronner over there on the NBA Gambling Podcast, but one that just jumps out at me is Obi topping going to the bulls. I think he's a, a kind of a perfect personality fit and uh, playing for Billy Donovan. I, I don't know. It just kind of, to me makes a lot of sense. Obi top and under four and a half plus plus one seventy, uh, and the bulls are picking fourth. to me. That feels like a nice little uh, value there. And I, I think the bulls would be interested in see Obi topping my, one of my, one of the props I got down. I, see, Obi Toppin's going to Cleveland. It's just it's one of these really? things, right? I, like, I do think he'd be good in a Midwest. Relevant. Area. He 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 was a big time player and in, in a crit like Dayton basketball. That's a big deal. He's going to stay in the state of Ohio. But Sean, you know what? But maybe and Cleveland's number five, so maybe Cleveland trades up to the four spot. Mm, well, I see. Well, let me real quick. Let me slide in with something about the Bulls. They did not pick up Chris Dunn's option, which makes me think that they might be looking for a guard. Mm. So I think there's a good chance that uh, Tyrese Halliburton, which I think you, you get him fourth overall. I, if you do the exact, if you bet him at exactly number four, you get it at like plus, uh, you get it at twenty five to one or something like that. So definitely keep oh, that's, that that's in a mind. Good they, 
What's that? I said that's a good nugget there. Yeah, yeah. I got it. so here's a prop. I, I because I was going deep. I said, well, let me. My bookie has who will the number one overall pick hug first? Ooh, I love these crazy ones. Well, I, I obviously I went deep on Edwards because I I'm with McKee. I think he could be the first pick. And what did I find? He was raised by his siblings. Mm. Raised by his sister. Sibling plus one seventy five. Ooh, I like that. So I'm assuming they're you doing- also if ball gets drafted. <laughs> I mean, you got a coin flip between dad minus one eighty and sibling plus one seventy five. So well, you, you feel like uh, the ball. The, the, I feel like the brothers probably like each other a lot more than they like the dad. They probably secretly all hate their dad, but kind of go along with it. And uh, I, I could see him hugging the sibling as well. So a lot of value there in sibling hug, right? I like that. I like. It's a good like little nugget. Pick. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes sometimes I I like to you know penetrate real deep and bring <laughs> out a stone cold lock. Uh, what's what's another one you got there, uh, McKee? That that's uh, jumping out at you. Well, here's something that I want to throw out specifically for Dgens only because um, I, I feel like our uh, our March Madness simulation skewed P uh, you know, our fans <laughs> skewed their perspective on Nico Mannion. Yes. And they oh, think fireball he is, Mannion. <laughs> they think he's much better than he told that he really is. He's more of a fan favorite than uh, NBA draft scouts seem to like him or NBA teams. He's definitely falling to the second round, but there's certain books out there. I won't name names that are trying to take advantage of this fan favorite. So whatever you do fade Nico Mannion. Oh no, Nico, man. He was so fun to watch in those, uh, in the DJ and badness, a uh, sports simulation. Yeah. I'm seeing some bullshit about him going in the second round, it's 37th pre- overall. It's, it's pretty funny that uh, uh, Mickey just brought that up. Cause I told you earlier, I was looking for a clip. I was looking for the, Oh my God clip. Yeah. So you said, well, dude, just go look up bites bracket. You'll find it there. I'm like, Oh, great call. And then I start, I started watching one of the, uh, the DJ and madness games. And I was like, man, this shit was fucking dope. <laughs> We were really revolutionary, but we yeah, were, Nico Mannion better in the uh, the sim land than in the real life. So look to fade Mannion if you see any over under round, uh, slot him in the seventh round or sorry second round probably mid thirties, well, low forties, and even um, just continuing on the Anthony Edwards position because so essentially at my bookie you can bet him to be the first pick at minus minus one sixty. You could also bet him to just be under one and a half at plus 100. All right. Be smart shop around. Uh, sometimes there's inefficiencies or you can be even smarter and take the sibling bet plus 175 because he doesn't, it's very unlikely. He's going to hug his mom and dad. Cause I don't think they're, they're around. And mm-hmm. then uh, the, a girlfriend, maybe friend, maybe pet, Come on, so <laughs> sibling. I mean, come on. We're in COVID times. Like, yeah, it just feels like you can you can take a minus one sixty to a plus one hundred or a plus one seventy five if you apply a little intelligence, Sean. Hashtag value. Another one okay, I I've like. Got, oh yeah. I've, oh, I was just gonna throw out one more to you guys because of uh, specifically because of the line movement today as well. I'm not saying I moved it, but just <laughs> saying. Uh, Cole Anthony draft position. Now, originally they had him at uh, under 20 and a half at even odds. And um, now you can get him 
it's at uh, under 21 and a half for minus 140 over 21 and a half at plus 100. Cole Anthony seems to be one of these really divisive players where I could see him going in the top 10 or falling to the second round. Um, he was at one point like a, a top recruit going into the 2019 season. He was definitely going to be a top three pick overall in the draft. So that is an interesting one. The lines are moving back and forth. So if you have a feel on Cole Anthony, I would say bet either way you want. So see Cole Anthony strikes me as a player that's going to fall in the draft, go to a good franchise. Yeah. Be put in the right system. I don't know, like some, something like Brad Stevens and, and Excel because to the, to the point he went to, th- this was a prospect. So it's the, the talent is there. Like these kids are too young to say like, it's just not going to happen yet. So yeah, I, I, uh, that's an interesting, we really, he could fall out of the, out of the first round. That's crazy. I think it's possible, but uh, it seems like he's trending in the direction that he'll be under, uh, he'll be in the top 20 right now. But again, this draft seems like it's very hard to predict. So for whatever reason, if you have a strong position on co, I like him under 20. So I would definitely take the, like the under 21 and a half or it does, if you it, get it, it lower, but yeah, it does seem like since there are not as many sure things in this draft, maybe teams will be more likely to take a roll the dice. My uh, next prop. I like Tyrese maxi over 17 and oh. a half at plus one thirty. in the mock draft. I had the Sixers taking him at 21. I I've read a lot of reports that the Sixers like him also heard him rumored to be uh, going to Brooklyn at 19 Dallas at 18. He's a combo guard, high ceiling, but he didn't do a ton at Kentucky. So late first round, you know, a guy who's one and done, but didn't do a ton late first round seems like the spot for him. Why am I getting plus one thirty here? Uh, McKee, I, I, I can't really find anyone that's mocking him under 17. As far as draft position. I do not have a good answer for you on that. I feel like that is a good, that's a good bet right there. Yeah. It's a solid bet right over my bookie Kramer. One more. Oh, I mean, I, how many more do I have to give out the, uh, the other angle I would play? Um, sorry. I'm scrolling down to my notes is I, I just, I think I'll give it out. I think Obi, I, I don't know what the odds are. I'm, I'm, I'm having it, but t- I think topping goes to Cleveland. Okay. And so either play him to to the fifth pick, play him over the four and a half. Well, I, I would maybe he trades up. Yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe you try to find a, a straight Cleveland. I mean, right there now there might be like a Cleveland exact going. Oh, interesting. The, it, while we're recording, the over has moved to minus three hundred for Toppin. Wow, we're, they're they're bugged. Over they're four listening and a half. live. We're Jesus. not even broadcasting live, and they're they're already hacked into us. So make sure you <laughs> check out uh, the NBA Gambling Podcast. Gonna do a uh, talk about ace per head, and then I really like that Cole Anthony bet under twenty one and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that's definitely the way to go. Second, some cash there. We're gonna give out our uh, Millie Maker lineups here in a second, but before we do that, ace per head, baby. That's right, aceperhead.com/sgp. That's where you go to start your own online sportsbook. You could be taking bets on the NBA draft on the NBA win totals, NFL playoffs, college football actions going on right now. We got a second window. Keep an eye on this Buffalo and Kent state game. Oh, it's important. There's so much action out there and you know, some DJs only. So why not start your own online sports book? 
And you can do it at aceperhead.com slash SGP, aceperhead.com slash SGP. Use that sign up link and get up to six weeks free. That's right, up to six weeks free of their amazing sportsbook software. Aceperhead.com slash SGP. Uh, real quick, I may have found a way to fade Nico Mannion oh, with no. a decent price. What are you doing? No. Cap? All right. So, McKee, is there someone else from Arizona that's su- uh, s- supposed to go in the first round? Like a lock to go in the first round? There's no lock for Josh Green, I'm seeing. Josh Green is a possibility, but some people have him falling out of the first round, but more people like him than not. You could also. Um, Zeke Nanji, that that center. If somebody needs a center, they might. Under, I don't think he'll go with under one and a half is minus one ten. I'm just gonna throw. That Ooh, I'm just gonna dangle that one out there. Okay, so. I like that. I like that. Okay. Anyway, I want. I was Sean's guy though. I feel bad for. Uh, oh, Nico Fireball. Oh, that guy was awesome, man. man. Oh man, we gotta pull. We gotta have someone do like a, a another highlight reel of that thing. <laughs> like, I want to relive. Maybe we do uh, instant classics and we start replaying. <laughs> we do some replays of the DJ SGPN classic. They're fucking buzzer beaters. That was so much fun. That was All really right. great. We and were that, geniuses. We continued to pioneer the sports world. <laughs> and and one thing we were ahead of. And again, it's crazy that it's already already come and gone. But the uh, <laughs> the XFL, <laughs> the XFL. RIP. Poor uh, XFL. The XFL. rocks involved now though. So it can't, it, it's going uphill. Yeah. It's not going anywhere, right. but you know, who's dominating in the XFL, uh, my quarterback that I'm going to be selected for my DraftKings millionaire maker lineup. Are you kidding me? PJ Walker. He's only $4,800 at home uh, with the Panthers. I think a lot of people will still be playing uh, Mike Davis. Cause I, I think Christian McCaffrey probably still out $4,800 for a quarterback. He's not afraid to rush the ball. Um, it, it just seems like a great spot for them at home. There's going to be a temple connection. I'll get to it later, but PJ Walker, 4,800. Uh, I'm just loving this spot. Kramer, what are you doing at the quarterback position? Well, why don't you let our guests go first, Sean? Okay. Don't McKee, rude. what are you doing at the quarterback spot? I, I looked at that Walker pick. I, I did, um, but I still think there is a chance. Um, that Teddy two gloves comes back. So well, I, okay. I am going with uh, how often can you get a new Orleans stack uh, <laughs> and, and can afford it. So I'm going with Jameis Winston at 5,900. All right. The well, Jameis train. Y- y- if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash sports gambling <laughs> podcast, you, uh, you buried, you buried my pick because I am also going with Jameis. And Sean, I'm doing something very unique. We'll we'll stay tuned later. But Jameis Winston, fifty nine hundred. Oh, I already know what you're doing, Ryan. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tip it off, but I'm already aware Jameis of Winston, what you're doing. Fifty nine hundred in a very very juicy matchup. He's gonna get to practice this week. Don't take anything you saw last week. He he's not pra- he's practicing with the ones. Drew Brees is off on the sideline <laughs> with his medical staff, aka his kids, who can do anything they want to do, helping him. Uh, rehabilitate his fucking vaginitis or whatever happened on well, that. He, sack. he had that little lung that thing look, blowing in that it. look that drew Brees had in his eyes. That <laughs> was like my, like, it's like when you, like when we saw Pacquiao get knocked out, like where his soul just left his body, he had <laughs> that look. I, I don't know if we'll ever see the same drew Brees again. James Winston, 5,900 Sean, who's your running back one. 
my RB one great matchup. They're back at home. And again, this guy, as we learned painfully on Monday night, getting 30 carries a game, Dalvin cook against this Dallas <laughs> defense paying up for it. But it's just a great matchup. Dallas horrible at stopping the run. This is a layup for Zimmer at home. He's, he's just going to get a ton of looks. And I mean, why do they not pound the rock? I guess maybe they get involved in the passing game, but this is, this is just a great spot for the Vikings at home. It's $9,000. So you're certainly paying yeah. up for it. And I think his ownership percentage is going to be really high, but I'm going contrarian with the, you know, the PJ Walker play. So I can afford to go chalky with a guy like Dalvin cook McKee. What are you doing? RB one still going with my new Orleans stack with Winston. Got to go Kamara. You know, Winston's going to get in to trouble. He can dump it off to Kamara. They're going to lean on him a lot because I'm sure Sean Payton doesn't uh, trust Winston as much. <laughs> so I feel like Kamara is going to get a lot of work. And uh, you know, if I'm only paying 5,900 for my quarterback, I can definitely slide in Kamara. Yeah. Kamara seems to make sense. And I, I was kind of looking at Michael Thomas, but I don't think he got a target in the second half. Now, maybe that'll change with the week of practice with Winston, but I think I would be a little scared of putting Thomas in that Winston stack, but we'll see. Kramer, what are you doing for your uh, running back? Well, what I would say to that is, I'm sure Bruce Arians tried to get Jameis to throw it to the running back a couple <laughs> times too. I just don't know if he's capable. Uh, I went. Well, to that was pre eye surgery as well, so maybe see now. maybe he didn't realize the you know he's nearsighted and farsighted, so maybe he didn't realize how close the running backs were to him. <laughs> I went to the guy you mentioned earlier, Mike Davis, uh, McCaffrey. It's almost certainly out. Uh, I do have a, 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 I'll give it to you at the end. I do have a solution. If McCaffrey is in how we can pivot up to McCaffrey, Ooh. Uh, but Mike Davis for 6,800 against this Detroit team. That's just an, you, I mean, it's a great matchup for running backs. So I think Mike Davis, the, maybe people got off him a little bit cause he had a down game yeah. last week. Uh, who do they play last week? Sean, remind me Tampa. Uh, what is Tampa doing? They're murdering running games all over the league. Three yards a carry is what they're giving up. So expect him to have a huge game here in a plus plus matchup 6,800 for Mike Davis. Yeah. Detroit horrible against the uh, running back. They lead the league in DraftKings points allowed at 329. So good spot for them. Uh, most certainly there I'm going to go to we played him last week, Ryan, and I don't know why I wouldn't play him again. JD McKissick. Now he's coming off. He had 15 targets last week with Alex Smith. Why 29 he, over the last two weeks, Sean. 29. So he a 14 target game. And then he added to that with an extra target. Now these numbers aren't in that great. Eight carries pretty, for six yards. It's impressively low. How many yards he has yeah. on that many targets, but it, it, for, he had basically 15 touches for 49 yards, but 17.9 fantasy points. He's only 5,200. And I think against the Bengals at home, I, I think they, they could, ha he could have a chance to score. Um, you know, I, I just really, the, the target share is just there. So uh, yeah, I'm going, I, it's more about just Alex Smith loving to check it down to the running back. So yeah, give me JD McKissick plus uh, plus spot here for him for sure. What are you doing? Uh, second running back McKee. So since I uh, have gone to saints, I am going to bring it back with a Falcon because I do feel like this is going to be a very high scoring game. Todd Gurley surprisingly has been very consistent this year. He 
And while the Saints have the number one uh, defense for against running backs, I feel like he's definitely going to fall into the uh, end zone at least once. <laughs> and for fifty nine hundred, I feel like that's a good bet. I mean, he falls into the end zone even when he's trying not to fall into the end zone. Yeah, that, that was well done, McKinney. and and he's coming <laughs> off uh, coming off a bye week, so the knee tendonite is probably not as bad as normal. Uh, Kramer, second running back. Uh, Swift. Uh, I think we saw it. He's been crowned. He he got a ma- the the uh, great percentage of the, the the touches last week as compared to the other Peterson and the rest of the fools back there. Uh, Ryan McKee pulls off an absolute heist in the Dgens only Superflex <laughs> Dynasty League, trading for a future first round pick, acquiring Swift. Uh, yep, he's sixty four hundred. And again, how, how much do we like this Carolina matchup? We love this Carolina matchup. I'm playing both running backs from this game, Sean. Uh, DeAndre Swift, 6,400. Makes sense. I'm going. Uh, oh, and sorry, last point. Galladay probably out again. So yeah. And uh, I I thought about bringing it back with one of the Lions receivers. I'm just going to do the uh, single stack here. Oh. PJ Walker, and of course my boy Robbie Anderson. Hashtag. Temple Tough. Oh, here we go. Not only, I mean, they played together in college. They Robbie did. Anderson in 2015, 70 catches and seven touchdowns with PJ Walker. So this isn't a backup quarterback coming in with no connection. And they were coached by Matt Rule, who's coaching them now. Like, I, I feel like this is just a dream scenario for Robbie Anderson and for PJ Walker. You know, PJ Walker came in relief for Bridgewater in that ugly uh, rain soaked Thursday night game. Yeah. But like it wasn't a great example of his skill set. The dude can really play. I'm excited to see him at home against the Lions defense, which is very questionable, especially on the road. Robbie Anderson, only 6,000. But like I said, uh, you know, at home, he's been reliable when it comes to uh, the targets and the catches. This is just a great spot, great situation. So, Robbie Anderson, 6,000. McKee, who's your first receiver? Well, you already said that you would not do this, but I am going to <laughs> stack. I'm going to complete my three-man stack with Whoa. Michael Thomas at 7,300. I just, I just don't feel like you can usually do a stack like this. With uh, I know he's been bad this year, but the best receiver in the NFL with the best running back, and you know, and Jameis Winston. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I feel like Jameis is going to. I know he didn't have any targets in the second half, but with a week of practice, Jameis is going to want to air it out. He's going to want to air it out to their big guy with the big hands, Michael Thomas. He's my, and you know, you can, you can score all over this Atlanta Falcons. I, it, it seems like an easy play to me, you know, and Ryan, I, I, or Kramer, I'm hoping I'm not stepping on it, but Jared cook could be an interesting pivot. He's coming off some quiet games. Atlanta's really bad against the tight end. I mean, they're bad in the secondary overall. And yeah, maybe there is some Michael Thomas get some a week of practice and they and they figure out some stuff for him. Kramer, what are you doing? Who's your first receiver? I mean, Jameis Winston does respect a man with large hands as a grabber. <laughs> he uh he, he respects Mike. I mean, it's the Michael Thomas stack. Get a lot so of crab legs. A lot of, big hands. Yeah, he's like, man, you can fit what you a, can, Uber two bushels. <laughs> two bushels of whether crab it's, legs. Whether it's an Uber driver or a crab, he's he's grabbing their legs. Can you fit two pussies <laughs> in that hand? Damn. <laughs> M- Michael Thomas, he's only 7,300, like is you mentioned. Low. And it's really about the matchup. And I, I know we've seen, like, you might point to some some matchups between these teams and be like, they've been tight, they've been low scoring. 
very rarely low scoring between these two teams. So uh, Atlanta, they've been an absolute point machine when it comes to opposing passing games. I think Michael Thomas is great to pair with Winston and boy, this could be an absolute dumpster fire, Sean, but I'm going to go into the big boy this week with an absolute, just, I, I what is it? Like it, it's a, it's a bong filled with gasoline on fire. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to take a rip. Give me the stack. Michael Thomas, 7,300. Take a hit. It kind of looked like that, that photo that breeze tweeted out of him blowing into the air machine. It kind of, kind of reminded me of your pregame ritual here on the podcast. <laughs> just, so, uh, just, but just the, the, the breath going in a uh, different direction, just trying there. to break up the shit in my lungs, Keenan <laughs> Allen, Keenan Allen at home, only $7,400 coming off a quiet game in Miami. That was kind of a tough spot. Again, why I made the dolphins, my lock, but now at home uh, chargers get the jets and look at his, look at his target share at home. It's so ridiculous. far 10, 19, 13, 11. He, you know, even last week he still had he only had seven targets, still had three catches for thirty nine and a touchdown. That was like a bad game for Keenan Allen. I, I just don't think anyone in this Jets defense can slow him down. Keenan Allen is clearly Herbert's guy, and at home seventy four hundred just way too low considering you're almost guaranteed double digit targets. So love me some Keenan Allen this week. McKee, who's your second receiver? Um, so. I feel like Andy Dalton's coming back. Is that correct? That's the word of the street. It's trending that way. And um, I feel like he will. Amari Cooper's got to get back involved at $5,400. That feels like a very cheap price for Cooper going against this Minnesota pass defense, which has not been good. I think Dalton (laughs) can get Cooper going again. So Amari Cooper, fifty four hundred. Uh, he's a, he is quite cheap. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's cheap for Cooper. God damn! But he is a cowboy. That's the problem. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> but I had to do it. Disgusting act. Joe is not happy. Uh, I, you know what are you gonna do? It, it's it, it, he is pretty cheap. I'm 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 garbage I time possibility. Just had a moment of intriguement. All right. Uh, I, and, and you said, uh, I, I, I would almost lean CD lamb, but Cooper's a fucking badass. I, I think, I think he is going to have some random games with Dalton. He does show up in games that mean nothing. So that's a good, good time to play Amari Cooper. I think he'll just catch more balls in general. I, I CD lamb could break up. He has more potential to break off just a huge run and touchdown, but I just feel like it, Cooper will have that more consistency of more passes. Sean, I have a trivia question for you. Yeah. Which wide receiver leads the league in percentage of teams air yards? You had to guess. So air yard share. Stuff. Uh I'll say I'll give you a hint. He's the next receiver I'm gonna tell you. Devontae Parker. McLaren. Ooh, on oh, Washington. Yeah, that's, that's obvious. Uh, now that I hear. 6,900. Like that pick. I like that. Great nice. matchup this week against Cincy. I had McKissick in at first, but I like that. I fancy this matchup more. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 6,900 for a dude that, I mean, he, even with Alex Smith, he's going to perform because he's still the man in this offense. Uh, he's, he's coming off. He's coming off a situation. Uh, let's see over the last four games, Sean, he has 40 targets, mm. 12, 11, eight, nine, very consistent. Those in- include Alex Smith games. So 
again, I almost feel like he's, he's a little cheaper than he should be 6,900 Terry McLaren. You know, I, I threw out Devonte Parker because I was going to play Devonte Parker, but you know, uh, what do I do here? I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. Let's go. I'm going to go for a PJ Walker mega game. And I'm going to double stack <laughs> with DJ Moore. Oh, not Samuel 600. Well, what Samuel he's 4,700. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, Ooh. DJ Moore seems like more his guy, or do I just say you want a fact about Curtis Samuel sure. to help you out? Throw it out. He's there, caught right? 85% of his targets this year. Yeah. He's an efficient receiver. You know what? I'm going to go back to Devonte Parker Do because it. I just oh. love the matchup Do against it. his Broncos defense, which just, they suck. They're just really bad. And we keep having shares of the Broncos, Ryan, and they've just looked horrible. looks like drew locks banged up. He's probably not going to play. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball very well. And you know, I, I the Miami running back situation is a real clusterfuck. Devontae Parker is still kind of the guy. Had seven targets, didn't you know? A little out of sync with Tua, but I, I think against this, against this Broncos defense, which is trouble getting a pass rush, I think he could have a big game. So give me Devontae Parker, fifty-seven hundred. Who's your final receiver there, McKee? Well, it's interesting that you were talking about uh, Curtis Samuel because I went with him. Um, nice. He. I feel like with PJ Walker in the game and Christian McCaffrey like likely being out, Samuel will get more work. Uh, he'll get some carries at the running back and um he had a down game last week, but before that he had two monster games. So I think he's due for another bounce back game yeah. at $4700. Why not? Yeah. No, and and maybe I maybe I figure out how to get him in here. Kramer, what are you doing uh what are you doing third receiver? You know, I this one might be the one that I, I need to to run away from at some point. But man, it really, it really, 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 really looked like Philip Rivers is gonna be throwing the ball to Michael Pittman Jr. <laughs> a lot in the future. And while I I considered getting Willie Sneed in this lineup because everyone's get, I feel like Hollywood Brown's going to be a weird pop, like extremely popular contrarian play because Tennessee's dog shit against the receiver thought about putting Willie Sneed in there. It's just again, sim bias. I didn't want to fall for that. So, um, and Pittman was, I'm, I'm using this as a platform to talk about some other guys. I like Pittman seems like the guy. I don't know if I want to trust Phillip rivers. Uh, this week, so I went to one of your guys, Sean. Ooh, Jalen Rager. Yeah, forty three hundred seven targets last week. He looked. He's clearly the best receiver they have. Uh, I mean, him and Fulgham are both pretty good. Rager has a lot more physical ability. This Cleveland team showed you, hey, we can let uh, we can let uh, Deshaun Watson drive down the field and and get it done at, at the end of the game. I, I'm taking a stab here. I wanted to be different with this third receiver because my first two are a little chalky. So I went Jalen Rager forty three hundred. It's it's a great matchup. Yeah, and and the Browns have struggled with cornerback play all year. The thing there is oh, there and last point Sean, could be I'm a sorry. little wind in Cleveland. There there could be a little wind, and like I said, we can easily pivot to to Michael Pittman or something. I'll, I'll make sure to update people later in the week. But uh, the other thing here is that I think uh, Carson Wentz has been put on notice because the mainstream media is jumping on board the all rise train with myself. Walter football co-host of the NBA gambling <laughs> podcast, Zach Bronner host of the ga- golf gambling podcast, Steve Shermer in saying in hearing in, in declaring 
Daniel Jones is the best quarterback in the division. Carson Wentz goes off this weekend. Okay. I like that. Carson Wentz goes so off. J- Rager is the uh, Rager is the, uh, the guy who received you talk it. me into that. Hayden Hurst is my tight end. And uh, he just seems to be getting a lot of looks in Atlanta coming off an eight target seven catch game. It's a weird spot for tight end. Tight ends have been kind of garbage overall, but uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson, you would think would be good against the Panthers, but I just can't trust Hawk, man. He's just not getting it done. And uh, Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst in a dome. And I think, you know, they're going to probably roll coverage to Ridley and Julio. Both are healthy. So you know what it is? I think Hayden Hurst could have a game. It's the curse of being dubbed baby Gronk. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Everyone gets dubbed baby Gronk and it doesn't work out because there's only one Gronk. (laughs) Let's go. Hayden Hurst, 4,400. I I like it. And they seem to be involving him more and it seems to be working. So I think they're going to stick with it. What are you doing at tight end McKee? I I had trouble with tight end this week. Yeah, Sean, I'm right with you. Um, Hayden Hurst, he, his last four games, he's had over double digit uh, DK points every game in the last four games that he's played. Um, I'm sticking with this Atlanta, uh, New Orleans game. Uh, so I wanted to bring it back with another Falcon. I feel like there's going to be a lot of points and you're right. They're definitely looking for him. He's definitely getting a lot of targets and at $4,400 in a tight end, in a tight end spot, that's been just really a, a pure gamble. Why not go with Hayden Harris at 4,400 Kramer? You mentioned it earlier, Sean, Jared cook. He's been really quiet. Yeah. And uh, you know, when I head over to the football outsiders and I I look up uh, defenses against the tight end position, what do I see? Sean number 32, the Atlanta Falcons. They're bad. Uh, You know, he had, I guess the, the, the flip side of this is maybe this is the Adam, the beginning of the Adam Troutman experience. I don't think so. That's a baseball name. Get Jared cook out there. He has a game finds the end zone twice. Sean. DJ only prop coming Jared Ooh. cook to score two touchdowns this weekend with Mr. Jameis. Uh, but Jared cook 4,100 let's go double stack a Winston double stack. <laughs> what could go wrong? And it didn't happen in an Uber. <laughs> I'm going to the flex. I'm, I'm playing a third running back this week and uh, maybe I'm chasing heat a little bit and maybe I'm just I was just uh, won over by the, his performance Say watching it. him live. I got a stat for you. Circus Sportsbook. Naheem Hines. Give me Naheem Hines coming off a massive game, 28.5 fantasy points, but it's clear they, they love throwing the ball to this guy. He's getting touchdowns and he's getting involved in the rushing game now against this green Bay defense, which has some holes. And you saw what James Robinson was able to do with the Jags and uh, kind of kept them in that game. James Robinson quietly love this angle. I mean, if it wasn't for the quarterbacks, he, you could make a argument that he is He's the rookie of the year. I mean, no one's going to give it to him because of the quarterbacks, but I mean, James Robinson, 23 carries, 109, uh had added a couple catches. I think we could see, now I don't know if he quite gets to 100 yards, but Naheem Hines could have a really good performance and it's well within, you know, Philip Rivers' 5-yard uh, throwing range. Well, two things on that on that note. One, uh, James Robinson, you mentioned him. He's he's had double-digit points in PPR format in every game this year, which yeah. is pretty impressive. That's a pretty impressive floor. And uh, the other thing is Naheem Hines had as many touches last game as Jonathan Taylor's had in the past two games. So yeah, Jonathan Taylor is just out and Wilkins seems to be a little bit. It seems like Naheem Hines one Wilkins two, and then Jonathan Taylor three. So Naheem Hines at home in that dome, 
I, I think they they're going to be able to move it, uh, move the ball with him a little bit here. Flex spot. What are you doing, McKee? Well, I didn't have a lot of money left due to my New Orleans stack, so uh, this is a bit of a punt. But I feel like this might work out because he's coming off of a buy. And Adam Gase keeps giving Frank Gore the ball over and over <laughs> again. He out he's out snapping uh Lamichael Perrine for whatever reason. Uh, he hasn't had a motherfucker face. <laughs> he hasn't had a touchdown yet this season. He is due for some positive regression at forty one hundred dollars. Why not play a little Frank Gore? Love it. Absolutely that, love it. That. that is a that's a D Gens only play if I've ever heard one, but well, they, they've had a bye week. Maybe they, maybe they figured things out there a little bit. Kramer. He's uh, rested his old 37 year old bones. <laughs> Frank Gore is ready to go. This is where we remind you that Frank Gore uh, was supposed to start over Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee in wow. college at Miami blew out both of his knees in multiple years. <laughs> How and does he not have knee issues? Came into the league, years in the league at the same time as these dudes. And like Clinton Portis has been out of the league for a decade. Oh it feels God. like, yeah. like, do you remember the trade for champ Bailey? That feels like <laughs> 20 years ago. Uh, Sean, I almost went Naheem Hines in the flex box. I love the usage and I, I love just how explode. He's perfect for the Phillip rivers the slot. How's the slot, but I'm going to go to a situation. It's a, it's a plus matchup. New England is looking like they're, they're the offensive line is starting to figure out how to block. Uh, specifically block the running game. And we ha- heard about it all off season. Damian Harris yeah. looks electric. This guy, he's going to be the guy. And for the first time and it, it feels like it's got to be a long fucking time. The new England Patriots gave the, a running back over 20 carries against the Baltimore Ravens. Granted there was weather, but he was very efficient. Five and a half yards of carry 22 for 121. That's not bad. And he didn't get a touchdown. So you got a little touchdown regression going your way against Houston's oh, defense. And Houston yeah. coming off a game where even though they they looked okay against the run, they still gave up some yards, even though Chubb didn't find the fucking end zone at the end of the oh game. Oh my God. Damian Harris, fifty seven hundred. Only four hundred bucks up from his price last week. So All right, closing things out with defense. This is easy for me. Defense, you want to save money, you want to punt. Give me the Atlanta Falcons against Jameis Winston, $2,300. Are you kidding me? The guy who led the league in pick sixes and you're getting them for $2,300? Yes, please. I know their defenses suck, but $2,300 against a team that, no, I, I mean, it's Jameis Winston. What more do I need to say? $2,300. McKee, what are you doing at the defensive spot? Sorry. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to start off by apologizing to you, Sean, for this. But I have watched every Cleveland Browns game this season oh, no. because my wife is from there. I have to take the Browns. Miles Garrett is an absolute monster. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, but your quarterback is gonna take a lot of sacks. You know so what? Th- th- Three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm I'm going with that. Thank you for bringing this up. Now I. I- Thank you, McKee, because you've saved me from embarrassing myself in front of the audience. I'm going to uh, Jalen Rager has just been ejected from my lineup. Oh, wow. Uh, ba- we're going back to the original play of Michael Pittman jr. I mean, he he's just, he's, he's rivers guy. Anyway, back to the defense, Sean, has it ever been done? Has a double stack ever been brought back with a defense? Because my bring it back player with Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, and Jared Cook <laughs> is the Atlanta Falcons defense. Jameis is going to throw six 
four to his team, two to the other team. That's my prediction. Wait, you're bringing it back with Atlanta's defense? Yeah. <laughs> I want to get that pick six. That is a that's an insane strategy. Think about Ryan. that floor. That's that's they're gonna score a touchdown. That's galaxy brain thinking. Like, I feel like floor is not what you're going for in the million remember maker, is it? Uh, two touchdowns ceiling. If your defense scores two touchdowns, you're in the you're in the running for the millionaire. Maker. I think Jameis Winston <laughs> is the only guy that you could play this strategy because, like you said, if you throw six uh, touchdowns, four to his team, two to the other. That's pretty it's good. Not like it's not like you're you lose one or two points for an interception or for two interceptions, but it's it's not like a pick six hurts you more. If anything, it creates opportunity in the passing game because you're down a bunch of points going against this Falcons defense Sean, wanting to throw it. You know what else I've been told we can't do? Create a basketball <laughs> tournament when there's the coronavirus going on. Check. <laughs> you know what else we were told we couldn't do? Create a football tournament while Corona was going on. Check. So they say you can't go double stack, bring it back with the defense. <laughs> I say you can see you with a cool million on Sunday, bro. All right. Tune yeah, in. You talked to me. You talked to me into it. Actually. I'm actually going to really look at this. Uh, well, fun times. Thank you for calling in Orion, rich, fat, baby McKee. Make sure you subscribe to the, the uh, basketball gambling podcast, NBA gambling podcast. Oh, so NBA. Come on, work it out. Gambling work podcast. Sign up link in the episode notes. Make sure you check that out and hit up sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, oh, Co-host is a big time uh, fan of the the number one team in the NFC. So the Philadelphia Eagles? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the end of the season. Oh, okay. The team because right win the now division. the Eagles are in first place, Ryan. So you're still looking up. They got a tough road trip seven. in Cleveland, and, and McKee just told me Miles Garrett <laughs> was going to fuck up Carson Wentz. Even so if they go. lose in Cleveland, they're still number one. By a, by a tie. Okay. That tie is going to bring us home. A tie against the Bengals will help us win the NFC East. And uh, yeah, NBA <laughs> Gambling Podcast, tons of uh, draft props, draft related content. SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Hit the NBA button for uh, all your mock drafts and, uh, and NBA gambling stuff as well. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. All right. Kramer, let it ride.